Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching video for you. This one is going to be in several playlists on the YouTube channel, The Hidden Kingdoms. It's going to be in the King and Kingdom series, Leadership Development, and the King's International Spiritual Care University, and in one become, called Becoming a King. When I was going into the jails with women, I was teaching them about who they really spiritually were. I used to take in a whiteboard that had three people on it. I think we call them gingerbread people. And what I would tell them is that we all had a physical body. We all had a soul. And then that last part of us, the part that we all hope lives on after death. The one that travels in the realm of the spirit. The one that's in our dreams. The one that leaves our body. Called the forever person. The spirit part of us. I told them they were three in one. One who was three. And that really got their attention. So here in this spiritual teaching video, I'm going to teach you what I taught them. But first, let's give a big welcome to Google Free Clipart. This picture is showing the hand of God bringing life into humanity. We learn about that early in the book called the Bible. In Genesis, where God breathed life into a creature called Adam. This just sort of helps us to visualize that our life, both physically and spiritually, came from another. And so this is going to help us to visualize this teaching about us, humanity, being a king. And this was the teaching, as I said, I took into it was the Scambia County women's jail. These women were in uh, sort of a, not a real confined environment in the jail. And uh, they were freely able to move around the room. We had Escambia County sheriffs, both women and men, always in the room. We had cameras on us all the time. And it was noisy and cold. In the room, we had some picnic tables we would sit at. There were bunks. There was TVs going on, women talking on the telephone, uh, women sitting at other tables playing card games. It was a very busy place, and I knew that. So I knew that my topics had to be interesting, not the normal Bible teaching, religious type of teaching. I don't do really a lot of praise and worship. I didn't take music in. I wasn't that kind of teacher. I was a spiritual teacher. I knew I was talking to babies. But I knew that if I talked in a correct manner, that not only would the sheriffs who were in there listen, and those who were monitoring by camera listen, but all the women there and all those human spirits who had come to hear Pastor Deborah teach.
So I brought in my whiteboard and I taught. And this topic called The Kingdom of Heaven and Its King was one of the powerful subject matters I taught on. People do not understand who they really are and what they're to do. When you don't know, you end up in jail, so to speak. But did you know you can be jailed, held hostage, in your own self, in your emotions, in your concepts, in your ideas, in memories, by trauma, by abuse, by ignorance? You can be held captive and not ever go to a physical jail. And your spirit, the forever person, can be in a trance, can be a baby, living in dungeons in fear, living in hypnotic states, living in fearful states, only seeing darkness. So I had to study a lot, and I was privileged to go in to this Gambia County Jail, the women's portion, for some time and teach. I knew it just wasn't the women, like I said. It was the sheriffs. It was people who were monitoring me on camera. People who were um, visiting spiritually in the spirit realm. So I knew I had a large audience. And this topic of the kingdom of heaven and its king is not usually taught on. I got these revelations years and years ago when I was watching Dr. Miles Monroe of the Bahamas Faith Ministries down in the Bahamas. I used to be a part of their membership. I would watch them every Sunday night on my laptop computer. He was a man who grew up in the Bahamas during the years when the Bahamas was a colony of England and Queen Elizabeth II was their ruler. So he had years of his life as a colony with a governor from England. And that was his message he was to teach. He wasn't to be a regular type of charismatic Bible teaching teacher. Because of his life experiences, he had something that most Christians, most people do not have. Many people in other nations who have kings sort of have this pattern, but they don't have it right. But all of humanity has lived under kings and in kingdoms throughout history. We called the kings different names, emperors, chiefs, leaders. And we had territory, land that this king always was over, claimed as his whether it was the animals in it, the resources, the people, the products that were produced. And these kings were always fighting off invaders, defending the kingdom. They were always having troubles with people inside. There was not a lot of peaceful time. But the pattern was there for history. And Dr. Miles Monroe lived it. And he's the one that taught me about myself and about being a king of the kingdom of heaven. So I took this message into the jails 
here in Escambia County, Pensacola, Florida. And I'm going to read from my notes that I wrote and talk to you on a few videos. It'll take a little while to get through this. This is sort of basic teaching you will not get in most churches. You have to dig for it in the Bible. People don't understand it who are even teaching the Bible. They don't have a clue. So let's first open up, and as I said, let's give Zoom Pro a big thank you. I do not use a green screen, so things may look fuzzy to you. I use a program called Wondershare for Mora. I'll put some music, editing, some other special effects to this video. But the main is, uh, this all comes out of Dr. Miles Monroe of the Bahamas Faith Ministry. He's in heaven now. Him and his wife died in a plane crash a long time ago. And this came out of my studying and being tutored as a disciple under him. I'm always looking for patterns and shadows in the natural world that are to represent what's really supposed to spiritually be within us and be on the planet. So let's open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for creating us, humanity. We thank you that your love reached down and you wanted children. And you knew we were going to start off as babies. And you knew we were going to need lots of teaching. And we were going to need lots of help and forgiveness. Father, thank you for being there for us throughout the eons of humanity since our days of creation. Thank you for weathering the storms for us, being strong for us, And we even thank you, Father, that when we made you so angry, because we were nothing but flesh, and we had fallen into the camps, into the kingdom of darkness, of ignorance, of our soul, and its lust of its flesh, its lust of its eyes, and its pride of life. And our DNA spiritually became that of Satan, your adversary. You still loved us and wanted us. You had a plan. And you were working it out. And thank you for even turning away from us for about 400 years. So you could kind of take a deep breath from all your work. And then when the time was right, you came back to earth yourself. In a child. In a manger. You came back to us to help us. To talk to us. Teach us. And sacrifice your own self. In physical body and soul and spirit for us of course we didn't know that but we thank you once we know it and we ask your Holy Spirit our teacher to teach us as I Pastor Deborah teach what you have taught me in the name of Christ Jesus Amen alright I'm going to sort of read a little bit I would come in and say welcome everyone sit here at the table we had to do a. We had to be uh, go through a check-in system. They had to wand us down, make sure we didn't have any guns with us or knives. We carried our stuff, and they were very nice in this Gambia County Jail. Like I said, I was in a uh, women's portion. That was a, they weren't that serious criminals, but it was very cold. We had dormitories in there, bunk beds, televisions going. 
girls talking at metal cold picnic tables. Sheriff there all the time. Announcements coming through. Girls talking on the telephone. Girls playing cards. Very noisy and echoey. Not your normal quiet Bible study. But this was where I was to go and I went faithfully each week for about two hours. And so this is the teaching. So I would welcome them all and tell them I was Pastor Deborah. I'd set up my whiteboard with my three gingerbread people. Sometimes I would bring in a crown. Let me show it to you. Can you see it on my head? I would wear this crown and I would pass it around. Let me show it to you a little better. I would hold this crown up and I would pass it around so the girls could put it on. You should have seen their faces light up and their smiles. They had never had nor thought of themselves as a princess with a beautiful crown to wear. Remember, these were people that were had lots of trauma in their life, been in trouble with the police probably most of their life, Maybe very low educated, uh, not some of your most desirable women that you'd want to be around. I loved them dearly. They were so sweet. You could see the, the need for love in their eyes. Even some of the meanest ones. I felt safe and I felt that they were welcoming. Even though they sat at another table playing cards or on their bunk beds, back, back in the far room. Even the sheriff was listening. I had to know that when I went. So I would begin like this. Welcome everybody, even those of you who have traveled far and are someplace else. You who are listening, maybe in your dreams. You who have come spiritually. You are welcome to, to listen to the teaching. I would tell them that they had been searching for something. Their heart was looking. They didn't know what, and they really kind of knew they were searching and seeking something. But they couldn't put their their understanding to it. They didn't know what it was. But I knew what it was. And yet it was this information I was going to teach on was spiritually hidden in a mist from them. When you're in ignorance spiritually, and your soul and your physical body have risen up as the kings, truth of spiritual life is hidden from you. In the realm of the spirit, your spirit lives in a different world. It has lies, deceptions, bewitchment on it, darkness, ignorance, lives in fear and torment, or it can live in the light. Most of them do not live in the light. Now I would say I am Pastor Deborah. Hello, welcome everybody. They'd go around and introduce themselves if they wanted to. And what I always set, put up and set up, I always believed in taking in illustrations, going slow, letting them respond, always aware that there were many other ears listening who were not sitting at our cold, steel picnic table. So I would always open up with prayer. 
And first, I was always ask someone if they wanted to pray. I would always give them an opportunity themselves to pray. Many did. Many were afraid, didn't know how to pray, didn't know what to pray. So I would pray, and I would say, "Dear Heavenly Father, and King of Heaven, we welcome you and your kingdom here, in this jail, in this room, into our hearts. We welcome your faithful Governor, the Holy Spirit, to teach us and help us to conform to the kingdom of Heaven within ourselves." Open our spiritual eyes and open our spiritual ears and our mind, that we may hear your spiritual truth. Feed us and nourish us with your agape love, your light and truth. Help us to hear your words about the kingdom of heaven and its king, and that we are your children. We are kings in the making. Help us to understand the government of the kingdom of heaven and all about its righteousness, its laws, its judgment. Help us to understand law. Remember, most all of these ladies had broken the laws in Escambia County of the state. We open our spiritual hearts and minds to you, so that you may teach us truth. You may feed us your living water, your bread. We may drink the wine of holy communion with you. Help us as we listen to your words. In the name of Christ Jesus, Amen. Prayers are very important. We are when I pray. I act as a priest. Unto the Lord, seeking His guidance, seeking His understanding, opening up sort of the gates of heaven for these precious people. Remember, even though they're all women biologically, there was a lot of others listening in the realm of the spirit. Each one of these girls had an open spirit. I may have been talking some nights to billions of people from all over the world. That's right. So I knew that. So I was always cautious, thoughtful, and aware. First, I would always start off with a review of what we had talked about the week before. One of the first areas that is always needs to be talked about is what is the Bible about. The word Bible actually just means book, and so a lot of these girls have have a lot of spiritual teachers come in from many denominations. They've been in church, they've heard church, they've been there. A lot of them never really get just basic teaching. They get a lot of praise and worship. Is that good? Yes, but they need slow teaching. So, what is the Bible about? And let me tell you what it's spiritually about. It is a simple, yet very beautiful, and even heart-wrenching story 
about a spiritual family whose father goes by many names, depending on the circumstance and the attributes of himself that is needed at the time. This father of this family, he calls himself Jehovah. The spiritual father has spiritual children who rebelled against him and became lost to him. So I'm telling them right off, this is a book about a family that they are a part of. This is their story, their family. It's not some weird thing. It's about a king and his children, their homeland called the kingdom of heaven. It's a family story of the love of a father for children, how he lost them, and how he will regain them. The father had found out that it was lonely being one. He wanted a family. This king of this kingdom of the Bible wanted to be a father. And when it was time, as you see in this picture, he created the first of us, Adam, which means dark earth. So his physical body was probably very dark. He breathed life into him. Planted him on planet earth when the time was right, when the atmosphere was correct. Earth had already gone through millenniums of change and destruction. Volcanoes, dinosaurs, maybe ice ages, more volcanoes, lava. And then it went through a time when there were just animals. It went from dinosaurs to mammals. So this God was a creating God, preparing a place in the natural as an expansion of his kingdom. His kingdom was a spiritual kingdom, but he wanted to expand. Because the rule of kings are, in the home territory, the king sits there. That was him. But if he wanted a family, and he wanted his children to all be kings and rule and reign a territory, he had to create something new, sort of get new territory. So he did. He created the natural world. Our scientists call it the Big Bang. And they're still trying to find the very beginning of that. And that space is still expanding from the Big Bang. Things are moving out from a center point. So God created a new territory that he was to put his children in, his family. And he began with one called Adam. This father would give this child, and we read it in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, dominion and authority, kingship, power over the earth, nature, the animals, and over himself. That was a decreed blessing, part of our nature, our character, our image, our likeness. We were the offspring of a king, of a god. I had even learned that later, I would tell these girls, 
We were gods ourselves. We were young ones, ignorant. But our spirit part of us was the offspring of a god. Now this family began beautifully, but there was one who didn't like it. This one, he was a high archangel, sort of a high eunuch. He served this king right on the throne. His name was Lucifer, the light bearer. Light means knowledge and truth. And he was granted powerful positions and power. He had control over one-third of all the angelic beings in the kingdom of heaven, in the realm of the spirit. Lucifer was a creation of the first age, the age of the morning. He was not a son. He was not a child of God. He was not a god himself. He was never to rule and reign as his God did. He was a helpmate, sort of, a minister. He was to serve the king and his family, humanity. Well, Lucifer was born and created beautiful, full of wisdom, knowledge, and over eons of looking at himself and having to serve the God of the kingdom of heaven. He became envious and jealous. He began lusting after what was not his. He began planning a treachery to take over the kingdom and sit on the throne itself. We see that when you look at many Chinese ancient historical dramas, 